What's up, friends? Welcome back to another episode of NFT 365. And I almost didn't record this episode. I was actually thinking to myself that there's already a lot of people talking about this. The, the mainstream media, the news uh, is having a conversation right now um, around uh, the tragic loss of Twitch, uh, DJ, dancer, father, husband, uh, shiner, shiner of light. But the thing about it is that the reason I decided to record the episode, the reason I went live on Instagram right now to have the conversation is that there's too many of us that aren't saying anything. There's too many of us that aren't having this conversation, especially men. And I know this podcast is NFTs and Web3, and it is, there is a, a, a large amount of men, of men, those who identify as men in this space. And this space is tough. This space um, will grind you. You know the financial components, the you know the world around us, the the stigma, the fact our our friends and our family don't even really understand what we do. People make fun of, of crypto, NFTs, uh, the metaverse. There's there's this like kind of notion um, that you know if if you're still here, if you're listening to this right now, if you're still in this space, you're the strong ones, you're the tough ones, you're the builders, you're the ones that have made it. And the truth is, even if you are the builder, if you're the tough one, you're the strong one, it doesn't mean that you're not hurting. It doesn't mean that you're not struggling. And there is not enough conversation happening right now. And you know, for those that aren't familiar, Twitch, who made his kind of you know, debut on the scene in 2008, on America's Got, uh, you know, uh, America's Got Talent, um, So You Think You Could Dance, and then in 2014, he joined uh, Ellen DeGeneres as, uh, as her DJ and as her kind of dance partner. And I remember first following them, both Allison and Twitch, on, on Instagram and on you know, watching them dance and watching the ray of light. And I, I, loved, I loved the message. I loved the family was always included. He has, he has three kids. And unfortunately, the news was broke today that you know, he committed suicide. And it really hit a lot of us. And I will say, you know, when we lost Kobe Bryant, that was a that was a tragic loss. And I remember how devastating that was. And I remember losing Robin Williams and Robin Williams and his battle. And I remember feeling so much shock and so much, you know, disbelief. And we've had plenty of others as well. But this really, this really hit me. It really hit me. And I know it really hit so many people. And and part of the reason it hit so many people is because it's easy to say things like he seems so happy. He was his his message and his mission was to make others find joy. You know, he was dancing on stage. He was wearing wigs. He would you know keep Ellen. Uh, you know, Ellen called him. You know, she was his. You know, he was her sidekick. And you know, crazy enough, he went from being a guest DJ to being the full time DJ and kind of the the hype man. To Ellen made him the the show's producer uh, in 2020, and crazy enough, you know, six months ago I got to meet him in person. I I was at I'd actually I'd actually seen him in person one other time, but I saw him and Allison walk by us when we were at Miami NFT Week, and I don't get starstruck. I don't run up to creators. I, I don't even really run up to celebrities, but I just need to go up and say thank you. I I, I literally ran 
And uh, Drew and, and those that were around us at that moment can attest to it. I literally ran over and I was like, dude, we got, I got to get a photo and I got to talk to Allison and Twitch because, you know, during the pandemic, there were days that I felt really lonely and there were days that I felt like, man, I just need someone to cheer me up. And I tell you what, you know, if it wasn't for a couple of DJs on Instagram and if it wasn't for, you know, Twitch and Allison and those that were putting out, you know, content that lifts people up, that provides people joy, so many of us would have struggled so much more over that, you know, those trying times. And, and I will say, like, part of the shock that I know so many of us feel is that he seems so happy. He had everything, right? He had the success, the, the family, his three daughters, amazing, loving wife. He showed up with like vibrant passion and, and his smile with his, you know, purple and his, you know, his brimmed hat or his beanie that he wore. But the truth is like, not only do we not ever really know what's going on and this isn't, we can't blame social media. We can't blame, you know, anyone else other than the fact that we as a society have to be more empowering to have these conversations. We as a society have to recognize that it doesn't matter how much money you have, how much fame you have, how much success you have, how many NFTs you have. It doesn't matter you know, if you are happily married or divorced. It doesn't matter if you have kids or no kids. The struggle is real. And in many cases, for those that struggle with depression, the idea of bringing joy to others, the idea of, of sharing your, your gift with others, it doesn't, it doesn't solve depression. It doesn't fix mental health. It often just masks it. And it often makes it even harder for someone to come out and say that they're struggling, that they're having a tough time. Think about Simone Biles. When Simone Biles came out and said that she needed to sit out the Olympics at the gymnastics for her mental health. The amount of late night shows, the amount of people on Twitter, the amount of people that were mocking her, calling her weak. She's stronger than all of us because that strength that you can have in knowing that it's okay to not be okay, but it is not okay to give up. It is not okay to go to that place. And I can't even imagine what he was feeling. I can't even imagine the struggle that, that he was going through but the truth is, we have to check in on all of our friends. It's not about social media. Yeah, social media allows us to portray something. But you know what? So society is pretty mean. People are pretty much, you know, pretty mean, especially to those that are successful. We love to break down celebrities and sports stars and, you know, make fun. You know, we love to bash Jeff Bezos. We love to, you know, those that have, that have quote unquote made it. We take a lot of joy and pride in just being mean. And the truth is, we are to blame. The, the society that empowers bullying and allows us to get away with this. And, and we also have to recognize that it's okay to cry. It's okay to admit that you're struggling. It's okay to, to, to own the fact that some days you're not going to be at your 100%. And I had the luxury of meeting Twitch there in uh, Miami six months ago, and he was awesome. He hung out with us, took pictures. We, we even did a shoe fee together because we, we were both wearing, uh, you know, Jordan, you know, some Jordan mids, uh, some Air Jordan 1 mids uh, sneakers. And, I, and he said, hey, I'm going to follow you on Twitter. I'm going to follow you on, on Instagram. And he did. He followed myself. He followed Drew. He followed a bunch of us. 
And then he hit me up, and he's like, what's good, fam? And we started talking. We had a little banter back and forth, and he, was, he started telling me which projects he loved. And he liked the idea that I was, I kind of gave him some ideas on how him and Allison could share their gift, their talent, their dance, and use, you know, things like NFTs to, to crowdfund, to raise money. He said he really wanted to raise money to encourage people to schools to to not you know uh remove you know uh music or dance or art from the the schooling and and so we jumped on a zoom call about two months ago and uh it was myself allison and and twitch and man they were they were everything you would think they were and it's just about me because I, i i barely knew them it was it was more of just the reason i share that is because I for sure was just like everyone else. I was like, man, it must be nice. It must be nice to have the beautiful family, beautiful wife, amazing kids. You've got you you've reached the pinnacle of your career. You you went from, you know, dancing on a TV show to to being, you know, a producer on the Ellen show. You show up and you dance for us. You you let us inside your house. You you tell your stories, your you you cheer us up. Not for one second or one minute did I think that he was hurting, that he was going through something. And I know the news will come out, and, and who knows what, what was really going through. I know he just celebrated his nine-year anniversary with his, his amazing, beautiful wife. I know, you know it's leading into the hallways. I know the Ellen show just ended, and I know that must have been um, you know, pretty uh, drastic. But the bigger picture of this, my friends, is that it's okay to not be okay. But we also have to recognize that there is help out there. There is a phone number, 1-800-273-TALK. 1-800-273-TALK. I'm going to put it as the title of this podcast episode. It is, it is a suicide prevention hotline. And you can call them and, and talk things out. You can, you can have someone there. For all of those of us that are that are not struggling at the moment, for those of us that are are feeling like we are, you know, in a in a great place, it's up to us to reach out to these people, to reach out to our friends, reach out to our strong friends, reach out to the good people. And I tell you what, it scares the shit out of me in this space. Sorry, in this Web three NFT space, because. People are going to hate. People are going to mock. And we are mean to each other. We, we love to break down people. We love, and, and we don't know what people are going through. When someone's selling an NFT, they might be selling it because they have an ultimatum at home and they have to pay rent. And yet we want to shame them or make fun of them or kick them out of something without even the empathy or the, the, the consideration that we don't even know what they're going through. We don't even know the struggle that they're having. And so I just wanted to put this episode out there because we have to have the conversations. If it's at your Christmas table, if it's around your friend group, especially you men. Men, we suck. We suck at being vulnerable. We suck at being emotional. You know, I, I'm a crybaby. I, I cry during TV shows. I, I probably cried during uh, You Think You Could Dance because... I'm emotional. I, I live with my heart on my sleeve. I'm, I'm an empath through and through. But the truth is, 
my emotion, the ability for me to share, the ability for me to cry, the ability for me to open up, for the ability to me to get on the microphone and say this right now, that's my healing. That's my way of not putting it inside. And I've been very blessed. Since I was a little kid, I was the crybaby on the hockey team, the crybaby on the, on the sports team. But now at 41 years old, I realized that that was my outlet. And for so many people, they don't have that outlet. They have to bottle it in. They have to, they have to, they, have to, they believe they have to be strong. We, we make this, this like, this ridiculous notion in this culture that if you, ha- if you have what other people think is success, don't complain to me. But the truth is we will not, we will not stop this continual rise in the suicide rate if we don't do something about the damn problem. And the problem is us. We need to be nicer to people. We need to be empathetic. We need to give people the benefit of the doubt. And I know there's scam artists and influencers and there's, there's bad people doing bad things. But the truth is the evil and the bad win and we all lose. Those three kids lost. Allison lost. All of us lost a bright light, someone that is truly an amazing person from all accounts. But depression and the struggle does not care what your bank account says. It does not care what your job title is. It doesn't care how much money you have, how big of a house you have. And I just hope if just one person listening to this starts a conversation with a friend or a family member or opens up the dialogue just to say it's okay to not be okay and when you're feeling lonely, don't give up. Because it is okay to be okay, but it is not okay to give up. This world needs more beautiful humans. This world needs more love, more joy. And man, we lost someone that brings us a lot of joy. And I believe the only way that we can you know, keep on keeping on in his honor and, and his memory is to do our very best at being kinder, being nicer, going out of our way to be there for people. And do not for a minute think that when you share something, if you're emotional, if you're putting yourself out there, remember this, that by you opening up, by you sharing, it gives so many others permission and belief that it's okay. I wasn't going to do this episode. I wasn't going to do this, this podcast. I wasn't going to go live on Instagram because I was like, everybody's talking about it. Everybody's, you know, the, it's all over my feed. My entire, I spent the entire day in tears watching back the clips from Ellen and, and all of these tributes. But the truth is we can't, we can't fall back to that anymore. We can't say everyone else is having the conversation. Everyone else is, you don't need to be a mental health expert. Yes, we need to find experts. If someone is struggling and someone needs help, you need to connect them with an expert. We need to use that phone number, 1-800-273-TALK. But it doesn't take a mental health expert. It doesn't take an influencer or someone with millions of followers to impact one person, to let one person know that they aren't alone and that we are all struggling. This world is it's freaking tough. And there's so much going on and there's so many things that impact us. But I hope each and every one of you that listen, each and every one of you that share this episode out with others, do so from a place of kindness 
a place of education, a place of inspiration, motivation, and recognize that we all struggle. This has been one of my toughest years, yet I did a daily podcast, and many of you, I was in your ear holes every single day. But there was plenty of struggles, plenty of things that I questioned, plenty of things that I had to sacrifice. And I'm very blessed that I'm currently at a place that I'm able to share and be emotional and put myself out there because that's what works for me. And so I ask every one of the people that are listening, everyone that, that, is, that, is, that really wants to make a difference in this world when it comes to this conversation, let's find what works for us and let's go out of our way to check in on our friends and our family, especially on those that are conveying that they're strong and they got it together. We got to do something to stop this, this epidemic, and it starts with us. 1-800-273-TALK. I love you all. I appreciate you all. We is greater than me, and right now, we need to be the greatest we that we can be, but the truth is, we can't be a strong we unless you're first in a, Start working on being the best me that you can be. We got this. You aren't alone. It's okay to not be okay, but please don't give up. Please don't stop the fight. And please know that each and every one of you matter. Until tomorrow, my friends, make it a great day. Reach out to your friends and check on them. Cheers.